God Said, Man Said is not affiliated with any denomination. We are sola scriptura, Latin for scriptures alone. We are a remnant group, a piece of the original cloth dedicated to and sanctified by the word of God alone. We know no other. God, according to the Bible, authored the words found in its 66 books, and it is his word alone we are required to obey. This beautiful book is our understanding of where we came from, why we are in the state we are in, how to escape Satan's traps, and how to prevail dominantly, even eternally. People like us have been accused of worshiping the Bible, and in the spiritual sense, in the reality, we do. Consider John 1, one. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. When Revelation 19.13 speaks of Jesus Christ, it reads, and his name is the Word of God. Jesus Christ is the living, walking, functioning Word of God. Psalms 138, verse 2, I will worship toward thy holy temple and praise thy name for thy loving kindness and for thy truth, truth, for thou hast magnified thy word above all thy name. God's word is above such phrases as, God told me, my priest said, all the theologians agree, in my heart of hearts, in the original Greek, or other similar statements. When the word of God rules in your being above all other words, you enter into a place known as the simplicity that is in Christ. This beautiful place is the home of peace of mind, of glorious purpose, and the blessed hope of eternal life in Christ Jesus. It all begins at the place Jesus calls born again. John 3, 3, Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Have you been born again? Literally born a second time, this time of the Spirit of God? If not, today you are in the valley of decision, and in the next few sentences, you will either embrace Christ or reject him. Will today be the day you confess that Jesus Christ is the only begotten Son of God and the only name under heaven by which men can be saved? Will today be the day all your sin and shame is cast as far as the east is from the west? And will today be the day all of Satan's fearful bondages are broken, every single one? It's time to choose. It's time to decide. Click on the Further with Jesus for childlike instructions and immediate entry into the invisible kingdom of God. Now for today's subject. God said, Genesis 18, 1 through 8, And the Lord appeared unto him in the plains of Mamre, and he sat in the tent door in the heat of the day. And he lifted up his eyes and looked, and lo, three men stood by him. And when he saw them, he ran to meet them from the tent door, and bowed himself toward the ground, and said, My Lord, if now I have found favor in thy sight, pass not away, I pray thee from thy servant. Let a little water, I pray you, be fetched, and wash your feet, and rest yourselves under the tree. And I will fetch a morsel of bread, and comfort ye your hearts, after that ye shall pass on. For therefore are ye come to your servant. And they said, So do as thou hast said. And Abraham hastened into the tent unto Sarah and said, 
Make ready quickly three measures of fine meal, knead it, and make cakes upon the hearth. And Abraham ran unto the herd, and fetched a calf tender and good, and gave it unto a young man, and he hasted to dress it. And he took butter and milk, and the calf which he had dressed, and set it before them, and he stood by them under the tree, and they did eat. God said, Leviticus 20, verse 24, But I have said unto you, Ye shall inherit their land, and I will give it unto you to possess it, a land that floweth with milk and honey. I am the Lord your God, which have separated you from other people. God said, Proverbs chapter 35 and 6, Every word of God is pure. He is a shield unto them that put their trust in him. Add thou not unto his words, lest he reprove thee, and thou be found a liar. Man said, No animals except humans, according to pseudoscience, man is an animal, drink milk after infancy. It's obvious the penmen of the Bible were ignorant about the negatives of whole milk. Today's science tells us whole milk is detrimental to health and dread the thought that someone would consider drinking raw milk. Now the record. You can't do it. It is not possible. You cannot contradict the word of God without being found a liar. It is absolutely not possible. According to the God of the Bible, his word is inerrant truth, and it is. And contradictions are not possible, and they are not. Welcome to God Said, Man Said, feature 919, that will for the 919th time certify the supernatural veracity of God's Word found in the majority text. All of these powerful features are archived here in text and streaming audio for the edification of the blood-bought and as bait for the fishers of men. Every Thursday Eve, God willing, they grow by one. Thank you for visiting today. May God's blessings be multiplied unto you. When God says yes, billions will shout no. Truth is truth. No matter the number of deniers Satan can muster, and surely this is true in regarding God's dietary instructions. This feature will deal specifically with God's heavy endorsement of whole milk. The ministry of God Said, Man Said began about 47 years ago. It was launched on the World Wide Web 18 years ago. This feature, this week's feature, will pull foundational excerpts concerning milk that were published here over 15 years ago. The Bible's first overt mention of the milk issue was an event that occurred about 4,000 years ago and was referenced in Genesis 18 above, where Abraham serves God and his angels a nutritionally incorrect, by modern standards, a supper of meal, most likely whole wheat, red meat, whole raw milk, and butter. Thousands of years ago, God's inerrant truth says yes, and man shouts no, no, no. But now today's vaunted science reverses course and begins to say, well, maybe yes. God said, man said feature, milk, man leads the world astray again. Isn't it amazing that every time God makes a directive, man stakes out a position against it? Milk is very highly endorsed by God. Consequently, man has aggressively opposed it. Man has successfully typecast milk, more directly milk fat, as a health boogeyman. New evidence, which I'll outline later, makes it clear that we've been led astray 
again. Without milk fat, the body cannot assimilate the milk's calcium. Consequently, those drinking skim milk are not getting the calcium they thought they were. Today, a relatively modern epidemic is the one called osteoporosis, which is brittle bone disease. Are you beginning to see linkage between man's choice of skim milk and this dread disease? The following quote is from an article published by WebMD. Our children are in the midst of a calcium crisis, according to food and nutrition experts. Only 14% of girls and 36% of boys ages 12 to 19 in the U.S. are getting the recommended amounts of calcium, according to the U.S. Department of Agriculture. Close to 90% of adult bone is established by the end of the teen years. So if kids are off to a bad start in getting enough calcium, says the National Institute of Child Health and Human Development, uh, down the road they are at serious risk of developing the brittle bone disease, osteoporosis, as well as other bone diseases. Osteoporosis is a pediatric disease with geriatric consequences, said Dwayne Alexander, MD director of NICHD, in a news release. And then again, the article reads, kids are not getting enough calcium in part because they are drinking too many soft drinks and non-citrus drinks instead of milk, which is full of calcium and vitamin D. But milk consumption is on the decline. Alexander explains that the number of fractures among children and young adults already is increasing, probably due to lower intakes of calcium. And pediatricians are also seeing a rise in kids with rickets, a bone disease that results from low levels of vitamin D, according to the NICHD. Rickets became almost non-existent when vitamin D was added to milk in the 1950s, but doctors are now seeing this devastating bone disease among kids. As these children get older, this calcium crisis will become more serious as the population starts to show its highest rate of osteoporosis and other bone health problems in our nation's history, Alexander said. Dr. Holda Clark, a famous nutritionist and author, weighed in concerning milk in her 604-page book titled The Cure for All Diseases. She recommends three cups of milk a day with at least 2% butter fat. The doctor said it takes bile to make calcium absorbable, yet milk with less than 2% butter fat does not trigger the gallbladder to empty its bile at mealtime. Note that fat in milk is necessary if the calcium is to be absorbed into the body's bones. The doctor says even calcium tablets are no substitute for whole milk. Dr. R.C. Sprong with the Department of Nutrition, Quality and Safety at Nizzo Food Research in the Netherlands said concerning new research, there was some evidence that milk may protect against bacterial infections and it's already known that some kinds of fatty acids can kill bacteria. So we wanted to look at the positive effects of milk fats. WebMD went on to discuss this matter, and the following excerpt is from that article. Her team isolated the critical components, fatty acids and phingolipids, from regular cow's milk and tested them on a few of our most menacing bacterial foes, Campylobacter, Salmonella, E. coli, and Listeria. These are the dreaded foodborne bugs that wreak havoc on the gut. They cause most people a few days of miserable diarrhea and vomiting, but they can be deadly 
for the very young, very old, and those with weakened immune systems. We didn't test the whole spectrum of bugs that can induce gastrointestinal infection because we didn't look at viruses, says Sprong, but we did look at the most important bacteria that caused the majority of foodborne illnesses here in the Netherlands and in the United States. The researchers prepared special petri dishes to mimic the highly acidic environment of the human stomach. Then to ensure that any findings would reflect the actions of the milk and not just the specially prepared dishes, they did a test run on all the bacteria without the milk. Just about all the bugs survived. Next, they grew bacterial colonies on the special petri dishes and watched what happened when they added the milk components. Although it worked better on some than others, the overall effect was fairly dramatic. The bugs died. Listeria and Campylobacter were most sensitive to the isolated milk products, while E. coli and Salmonella were less sensitive, said Sprong, because it contains higher concentrations of the key components. Full fat milk may be more protective than skim milk, says Sprong, but the message is not just to drink more high-fat milk. Dr. Greg Miller of the National Dairy Council said these researchers were looking at the same isolate levels that you'd get from drinking a glass of whole milk. So he says, given the potential benefits, if you're looking to maintain a low-fat diet, you might want to cut the excess from an area other than milk. New research from the Department of Nutrition at the University of Tennessee found that the more milk products, such as yogurt or cheese, people consume, the leaner they are. The research also found that a regular diet of yogurt, two cups daily, caused blood pressure to drop, end of quote. From the God Said, Man Said feature, shocking raw milk. God spends much time in the Bible addressing man's dietary needs. The creator of all knows what our bodies require for vital health. As is carnal man's habit, he will reject these truths. God Said, Man Said has addressed a host of these dietary issues. Academia still rejects many, but has been dragged kicking and screaming in regard to other dietary issues that it has found impossible to dodge. When God's word is rejected, dire results follow. It's simply the result of doing the wrong thing. The largest proof category on this site is titled God Said, Man Said the Record, and it demonstrates this reality. God's directive is highlighted, man's rejection is cited, and the consequences noted. Spend some time pursuing these features and all reasonable doubt on whether or not the God of the Bible is will be eliminated. Surely one of the top five food products promoted by God is milk. Even Israel's promised land was called a land of milk and honey. When the Lord dined with Abraham, prominent parts of the menu were milk and butter. Obviously, God hadn't received the message from his detractors that milk was only good for infants. Neither did Moses, Joshua, Job, Solomon, Isaiah, Jeremiah, Ezekiel, Joel, or the Apostle Paul. Is the Bible's heavy endorsement of milk in error? Before pasteurization, there was a medical modality known as the milk cure. In Dr. Ron Schmid's book, The Untold Story of Milk, he speaks extensively about Dr. Charles Porter, who in 1905 published the book Milk Diet as a Remedy for Chronic Disease. The following excerpts are from Dr. Schmid's book. 
1905, Charles Sanford Porter, M.D., published Milk Diet as a Remedy for Chronic Disease. The book went through 11 editions, the last published in 1923. At least 18,000 patients have taken the treatment under my direction in the last 37 years, Sanford wrote. Porter reported that most of his practice prior to 1905 was for patients suffering with tuberculosis and that the milk diet was the most successful treatment he knew for the disease. He reported that the sanitarium of J.E. Crew, M.D. at the Mayo Clinic in Minnesota successfully treated tuberculosis by using three to nine quarts daily taken at half-hour intervals of fresh, raw, warm milk, and fruit if the patient is constipated. Bed rest was required along with the diet. While I have not prescribed an exclusive diet for extended, exclusive milk diet, excuse me, for extended periods of time as Porter did, I have found that asthma allergies and hay fever have all responded well for patients using liberal quantities of good raw milk and its products. Porter wrote that a four-week course of the milk diet followed by a a reasonable diet often resulted in a complete cure for these problems. I have also found that lactic acid products, soured milk, clabbered milk, kumis, kefir, soured cheese, and yogurt made from fresh raw milk from grass-fed animals are invaluable in the treatment of the sick, including those with various arthritic diseases. All chronic diseases, if not too far advanced, and if the patient has not been poisoned by drugs, may respond well to a diet containing liberal amounts of these foods, as well as raw butter and cream. Even severe forms of heart and kidney disease may be treated successfully, as well as kidney stones and fibroid tumors of the uterus. Diabetics are benefited, and in some instances, the disease is permanently reversed. Soured milk is most effective in diabetes, and this is true also in the treatment of cancer. Cancer patients also improve, though neither Porter nor I claim cures with raw milk alone, end quote. Dr. Crew, one of the founders of the Mayo Foundation, forerunner of the Mayo Clinic, Dr. Porter and others testified that good raw milk served very well in the treatment of ulcers, blood pressure issues, nervous system problems, cardiovascular and renal conditions, hypertension, fatigue, skin troubles, allergies, ringing in the ears, irritable bowel, migraine, and much more. However, when pasteurization was introduced, the milk cure faded away into oblivion. Medical enthusiasm for milk as a therapeutic agent suffered an abrupt end with the use of pasteurization and its killing of milk enzymes. Dr. Schmidt continued, A wet temperature of about 118 degrees, the temperature at which substances feel too hot to touch, kills enzymes, including those in food. Dry or oven heat kills enzymes at about 150 degrees Fahrenheit. Thoroughly cooked food contains no enzymes. Pasteurization kills all the enzymes in milk. In fact, the rest, uh, the test for successful pasteurization is the complete destruction of the enzyme phosphatase, end quote. Finally, from the untold story of milk. Crew wrote that four weeks on nothing but raw milk reversed most chronic disease. On the other hand, no one has ever claimed that pasteurized milk heals anything. The milk cure disappeared from the annals of medicine with the advent of widespread pasteurization. 
Countless physicians, healers, and other individuals who have studied the matter carefully have testified to the power of enzyme-rich foods as healing agents. We have considerable evidence that the therapeutic value of raw milk lies in its enzyme content. Food enzymes from raw and fermented foods are vital. My personal experience is that without them, there can be no lasting healing and no true health, end of quote. The following research is supplied by the Weston A. Price Foundation, which is a charitable organization that specializes in the promotion of whole food-based nutrition. Under the heading of lactose intolerance, in a survey of raw milk drinkers in the state of Michigan, over 80% of those advised by a healthcare professional that they were lactose intolerant were able to consume raw milk without problem. Under the heading of dangers exaggerated, although raw milk, like any food, can become contaminated and cause illness, the dangers of raw milk are greatly exaggerated. In an analysis of reports on 70 outbreaks attributed to raw milk, we found many examples of reporting bias, errors, and poor analysis, resulting in most outbreaks having either no valid positive milk sample or no valid statistical association. Since 100% of the reports that the FDA cites failed to generate evidence that pasteurization would have prevented the outbreak, the risk of illness genuinely attributed to lack of pasteurization may approach zero. Raw milk is clearly no more dangerous than other foods commonly consumed, yet there are no FDA warnings about the inherent dangers of deli meats. There are no executive orders prohibiting the interstate transport of chicken. No state legislation banning the sales of spinach. No consumer education campaigns to eliminate the attendance of flea markets. And no farmers being fined and jailed for the sale of root vegetables. End quote. Compared to 30 to 50 years ago, dairy farmers today can take advantage of many advancements that contribute to a dramatically safer product, including pasture grazing, herd testing, effective cleaning systems, refrigeration, and easier, significantly less expensive, more accessible, and more sophisticated milk and herd disease testing techniques, end of quote. Under the heading of USDA FDA statistics, based on data in 2003, uh, USDA FDA report, compared to raw milk, there are 550 times more illnesses from El Mono due to deli meats and 29 times more illness from El Mono due to pasteurized milk. On a per-serving basis, deli meats were 10 times more likely than raw milk to cause illness. Interpretive summary, Listeria Monocytogenes Risk Assessment, Center for Food Safety and Applied Nutrition, September 2003, page 17. Finally, under the heading of outbreaks due to pasteurized milk, due to high-volume distribution and its comparative lack of antimicrobial components, pasteurized milk, when contaminated, has caused numerous widespread and serious outbreaks of illness, including a 1984-1985 outbreak afflicting almost 200,000 people. In 2007, three people died in Massachusetts from illness caused by contaminated pasteurized milk. Wise men honor the creation of God and cherish his endorsements. Carnal men, and on the other hand, think they have a better way. Their ungodly counsel has shortened the lives of untold millions. 
aggregately billions of lives. Uh, most productive years have been destroyed, and only God knows what marvels of invention and discovery have been lost. A short list of examples of the horrors of their wisdom would be margarine and partially hydrogenated oils versus butter and olive oil, sugar and sugar substitutes versus raw honey, refined grain products stripped of germ and bran, clean versus unclean meats, GM, genetically modified crops, baby formula versus breast milk, uh, their discrediting of eggs, butter, raw milk, salt, honey, and the list goes on. When God places his imprimatur on a product, the wise say yes. Now here is the latest. On the Health and Science page in the September 28, 2018 issue of the week, the headline reads, Could Fool, Fat, Dairy Be Good For You? Excerpts follow. Health experts have long warned people away from full-fat dairy products because they contain high levels of saturated fat, which is thought to raise levels of LDL or bad cholesterol. But a major new study has concluded that in moderation, whole milk and full-fat yogurt and cheese could help protect against heart disease and stroke. Researchers examined data from more than 130,000 people across 21 countries over nine years and found that participants who ate two or more daily servings a full-fat dairy had a 22% lower risk of heart disease, a 34% lower risk of stroke, and a 23% lower risk of dying from cardiovascular disease. A serving was eight ounces of milk or yogurt or a half-ounce slice of cheese. Butter consumption wasn't linked to similar benefits, though that may have been because most of the study subjects ate little of it. Study co-author Masha Dagan of McMaster University in Hamilton, Ontario, says that while full-fat dairy is high in saturated fat, it contains many other nutrients that are important for a healthy diet, such as calcium, magnesium, and vitamin K, end of quote. Today's science thumps its chest, but really, faces should be read. For thousands of years, the children of childlike faith have reaped the benefits of obedience and confidence sown. God said, Genesis 18, 1 through 8, And the Lord appeared unto him in the plains of Mamre, and he sat in the tent door in the heat of the day. And he lifted up his eyes and looked, and lo, three men stood by him. And when he saw them, he ran to meet them from the tent door and bowed himself toward the ground and said, My Lord, if now I have found favor in thy sight, pass not away, I pray thee, from thy servant. Let a little water, I pray you, be fetched, and wash your feet, and rest yourselves under the tree. And I will fetch a morsel of bread, and comfort ye your hearts. After that ye shall pass on, for therefore are you come to your servant. And they said, So do as thou hast said. And Abraham hastened into the tent unto Sarah, and said, Make ready quickly three measures of fine meal, knead it, and make cakes upon the hearth. And Abraham ran unto the herd, and fetched a calf tender and good, and gave it unto a young man, and he hasted to dress it. And he took butter, and milk, and the calf which he had dressed, and set it before them, and he stood by them under the tree, and they did eat. God said, Leviticus chapter twenty twenty four. But I have said unto you, Ye shall inherit their land, and I will give it unto you to possess it, a land that floweth with milk and honey. I am the Lord your God, which have separated you from other people.
God said, Proverbs 30, verses 5 and 6, Every word of God is pure. He is a shield unto them that put their trust in him. Add thou not unto his words, lest he reprove thee, and thou be found a liar. Man said, No animals except humans, according to pseudoscience, man is an animal, drink milk after infancy. It's obvious the penmen of the Bible were ignorant about the negatives of whole milk. Today's science tells us whole milk is detrimental to health and dread the thought that someone would consider drinking raw milk. Now you have the record.